Hey, it's Sheila Renee, and this is No Worries Before 30s. This week, we're talking all about love, dating, entanglements that happen in our 20s and what's going on now in our 30s, because this week, my special guests have happened to cross that line, but we still love them. So definitely stay tuned to see how we have it all figured out before or after we hit 30. I'm so very excited to have two special guest hosts this week. They're actually my fiance's very close friends who happen to be single, the single guy friends. And if you listeners recall, I've had an episode on this topic before with my very close girlfriends, but I thought it'd be a good idea to go back and and hear the guys. So here we have it. Welcome, Lee and Dwayne. Welcome, welcome. Hello, Lee, hello. you want to tell the people who you are? Yes, ma'am. I am Lee. I am Sheila's future brother-in-law. Nice <laughs> to be here. <laughs> okay, Dwayne. Uh, what's going on, everybody? My name is Dwayne. I am uh, Sheila's future friend-in-law, um, who is also at the age of 30, not quite over it. Um, also the host of From the Mind of Mr. L podcast, Listener Discretion is Advised. But yeah, Sheila, thank you for having us on here, man. I'm excited to dive into dive yeah. into this thing. Absolutely. This should be a great time. I love how you had that shameless plug. Definitely listen I'm to saying. my fellow podcaster. <laughs> I'm also mad you said friend in law. That makes me think like we're only gonna be friends. No, all right. So we were friends before they were married, so therefore we are still friends. Okay. If anything, Shay could be my friend in law as well. <laughs> okay. I've known him longer, I guess. Got it. All right. So you guys know what today's topic is. It's it's kind of touchy, you know, love and dating and relationships. So let's get into it. What are your love or relationship goals? after 30 or at the age of 30 in Dwayne's case. Let's start with you first, Dwayne. Oh man. So after 30, like you said, currently I'm single. Um, but my goal is definitely to uh get into a relationship whenever it happens. Um not rushing it, but you know, I still do look for that after the age of 30. Uh the goal is still hey I would still love to get married at you know some point in time, have a family of my own. So the relationship is still there. It's just whenever it happens, whenever I come across the right, right person and we connect. Okay. When is whenever it happens? I have to ask additional information. No, that's that's on cool. That. That's cool. Like, um, is that what you want to happens. happen? You have to like go and be active <laughs> in order for it to. Well, you know, you know I thought that we were going to, you know, get all into that okay. during, throughout the, throughout the episode. Okay. But, you know, when is when, I guess, is just, you know, we are currently dealing with the pandemic and so you know dating is a little iffy right now but to define when for myself is when i connect with that person with the person mm-hmm. um not saying that i'm not actively looking um, my eyes are always open because i never want to just completely push everything to the side and miss you know my person basically so the win is just whenever i come in contact with that person and we connect and things go good mm-hmm. um so I guess that's that's what I meant by whenever okay. you know, it happens. So ten years from now, all right, Lee. <laughs> you know, not, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Put that bad juju on me. 
Listen, hey, listen, if 2021 just happens to be my year to find love, I am welcoming it. That's okay. That's so 2021, maybe, ladies, if you're out there, Dwayne is looking for 10 years from now. I'm just gonna be a sugar daddy. I haven't been keeping okay. It. Or joking, sugar daddy. Joking. It's always people that are searching for those as well. So, Lee, what about you? What are your love or relationship goals after 30? What does that uh, look like? So you're going to be mad at me, too, <laughs> because it's not that far from Dwayne's. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm over 30 now, but I'm not. I'm closer to 30 than I am to 40, clearly. Um, I Every relationship I've ever been in, I never looked for it. I just kind of found it. I find I find too often that people, they go searching for it, they go searching for it, they go looking for it, and then they tend to, I don't want to say settle, but they tend to, okay, cool, I found this person, I got to make this work. And they try to force things to work. That's That's never been my style. So if it happens at 32, if it happens at 49, if it happens at uh, 67, whatever happens, it happens. I just know I want to be prepared when it does happen though. So you're cool with finding love for the first time at 67. When I find when I find love, I don't want to lose it. So whenever it, whenever it comes, it comes. But you don't want it to come soon, or you're okay oh, no. with it not coming soon. I got a I got a lot of traveling I want to do in my life uh, after COVID. So <laughs> if if I if I find my quote unquote Sheila. Um, speaking on behalf of my brother, if that comes and blindsides me, hey, by all means, I'm I'm open for it. But if not, I'm just going to keep living my life. Okay. I don't feel you, but I'm going to say okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the so question for you, Sheila, so, so what don't you feel about it? It's the, for me, it's the just, I'm going to wait for whenever it happens. So I guess that's what you were saying too. Whatever, whenever it happens, it happens type right. of deal. I feel like we need to be intentional about the people that we're going after. That's not to say to always be on the hunt, but I'm just saying you can't also sit in your apartment or your house and be thinking that the love of your life is just going to fall at, at your doorstep. You got to be out there. No, no, no. No, I definitely, I definitely agree with you on that. That's why, I, I guess I said with the win, um, and I said that I'm always keeping my eyes open for it because I don't want to pass it by. It's not like I'm just like, mm, nah, give me five years and then I'll be ready. No, this year may be the year that I find it. And so with that, you know, I, I am still looking, but not every person that you date is going to come off that way. And and dating takes a lot of energy sometimes, especially if you're out here casual dating, even though that's not my thing, but say, you know, you could, you could date six people in three months and, and they not be the ones. So you just kind of like, eh, you know, when it does happen, it will happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to kind of piggyback off of that, Sheila, you know, I am, I am a sociable guy. <laughs> like this pandemic is killing me yeah. being inside all the time. So definitely I'm out there. I like meeting people. I like talking to new people and through those interactions. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to find somebody I click with. But when I say I'm not looking, I'm not I'm not going out. I'm not going out on a Saturday night, Saturday night saying, OK, today's the day I'm a fire Mrs. Hanks. I'm, I'm never doing that. Or or when you're talking to a young lady, you're just like, hey, no, this is either going to be a relationship or bust. Like, no, <laughs> let's see what happens with this. Not saying that, you know. It will be a bust and not saying that it won't be a bust, but it's kind of it's 
it's a connection that I'm looking for before it goes to a different level. Mm-hmm. And see, that is what I think is different from millennial women from men. Because when I chat with my single lady friends, a lot of them are super intentional about not just dating, but finding a husband. And I think that's what we're leading into. You guys are kind of like, yeah, we may casual date. Oh, we may hang out. I'm used to talking to people. You're not looking for Mrs. Hainsley, but women, we are like immediately before I even go on a first date. It's like, okay, is this guy going to be husband material? Because if not, why am I even wasting my time when I'm 30 plus? This is what I'm thinking the women are saying. They don't want to do the casual date thing and just to have fun. I mean, maybe some people do, but at the end of the day, if you're really looking for love, then I think that that you're a little bit more intentional on these are the things that I want a husband and I'm only going to go out even on a date with people that I feel like may uh, reach that level that I'm looking for, if that makes sense. So it does. It does. And I think with that, though, sometimes we set ourselves up for failure um, thinking that way because you have to get to know a person um, before you even before you can even make that move. Hence why I think it's dating. There's a difference between like dating and a relationship. Of course you continue to date after a relationship, but like I have to have some kind of interest in you before I take you on a date period. There's some kind of interest there. I'm not just jumping in. Oh yeah. Hmm, let me take you on a date and then we'll just see where things go. Like, no, you know, okay. She's cute. I like the way she's talking. We, we have similar interests. Let's go on a date to see how things feel after that. And then you go on multiple dates. And then if that connection is there, that's when it goes into the relationship. If I jump in and my intentions are straight, oh, no, I'm going into this date thinking of, well, is this going to be the future Mrs. L, you know, not giving my last name out there, but am I <laughs> going in with the intentions? Like I'm putting the pressure on her without even her knowing. And I'm putting pressure on myself to like, all right, do I need to ask these questions? Do I need to check this box, check that box, see what? You know, what does she think about this? What do you, Instead of like actually focus on enjoying the time with the person and seeing where you do connect that and just having having a good time, taking the information that you learn from each date and going with that. Mm-hmm. OK, Lee, what do you think about that? Um, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I really think there's no way. Well, let me not just <clears throat> give a blanket statement and say, OK, I don't know. It, it seems kind of weird when people say, hey, I knew I knew right away when I saw you, you were the one. I knew that seems kind of kind of movieish to me. Seems a little kind of fictional, kind of fairy ish You got you got to learn somebody like that person may not be what you imagine your uh, your husband or your wife to be. But in getting to know that person and that person growing and you growing your your relationship growing, they could turn into that person. So just coming in coming in with that mindset of, okay, I'm not even going to give you the time of day if you don't look exactly, and I'm not talking strictly physical, but if you're not giving me the image of, yep, you're wifey. Uh, okay, so you guys are more open in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. That's good to know. You're going to give people a shot their time of day. So with that being said, I just want to confirm, are you guys saying that you value marriage and that is an end goal? 
of yours? Um, and then is it, it okay? So two part question: Do you okay. value marriage, and is it an end goal of yours personally? Or you can answer: Do you think, um, like, on behalf of men your age, is that a general goal, like to get married? So, Dwayne, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, definitely get married is an end goal. I value marriage. I value relationships. Um, I know we hear it all the time. Oh, you're single until you're married. This, uh, like, even to me in a relationship, like, no, I'm not single. Like, this is my person. We're trying to build something <laughs> and to reach that end goal. Um, I get what people say when they say that, but like, I know just for me, I value relation. I don't just value marriage. I value the process that it takes to get there. So, um, it's definitely an end goal for myself, for men, I guess, in, in our age range. Um, at this point, I think it's 50-50. I think that there are men who do value and want marriage. And then I think there are some men who are just like, you know, um, it hasn't happened at this point. Then I'm not stressing it if, if it doesn't. Like if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, a lot of men aren't either used to loved or or giving love at this point in their life and they see that clock ticking like, oh, well, I'm old at this point, I'm stuck in my ways, or this is just who I am. Either a woman has to come along and accept it or I'm okay with being by myself. Like they'll just continue to do them for however many years long. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was gonna stop you because when you said that you, <laughs> you don't think that one is single until marriage, I mean, I, I look true. at it. That's what the Bible says. I'm engaged. It is. It does. But I think it's one of those. I think it's one of those like un unspoken, unwritten rule type things, though. Like, of course you are. I mean, hell, if that's the case, then you could still be single when you're married. You know, no. like you're still your own person. That's how some people act like it. They do, but so, that doesn't mean that doesn't make it right. So let me. Right. So let me. It doesn't. But so when it comes to relationships when it outside of the everything that's written down through the government and you know the vows between you know you guys you and god what else is different from the relationship and marriage during that day that that night from when you guys go from in a relationship to marriage outside of you know the paperwork from you know like i said the government and the vows between god what's what's different that ring <laughs> no, I but, like... no, but but when I say that, what when I'm saying that I'm like, all right, you still respect one another. Do you respect the person more when you're married? Or do you expect this when you're married? Do you expect that when you're married? Do you think of them less because you're in a relationship? Like what's the what's the big difference? Not saying that, you know, marriage isn't a huge step outside of a relationship. You're, you know, committing your life to a person. But say if you've been in a relationship for six years, you know, in that sixth year. What's what's the difference from when you get married and going into your seventh year than being together in that sixth year? A lot. And I'm a serial <laughs> dater myself. I feel no, like no, no. you've okay. been dating. I'm curious. For, what 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 is yeah, it? What is the alive? I'm about to tell you. So even okay. though you've been dating for a long time, there still are differences between being married and not. Say for instance, it could be your own personal values. What if you're celibate? And you've just not been having sexual relations. And now you're going to do that whenever you get married, even though you've been dating for five, six, seven years. I don't know people 
but it could happen. There's other things. There's, um, I think you do gain another level of respect and trust once you're married, even though you should already have that after dating for several years. I feel like it's increased and it's intensified once you're married. I think also uh, listening and being more submissive that comes after marriage. Perhaps I can't submit myself to you because you're not officially my husband. I think about work and travel. Even if we've been dating for six years, maybe I can't move across the country with you because technically we're not married. And then that goes to your point of government benefits. What is the point of dating for six or seven years, which in some states equals to common law marriage, right? But you're not getting those same benefits of a married person. If you die today, you get nothing. You don't get my estate. You don't get to make any decisions about um, not just the money, but the finances, the children, just a whole lot of things. So I do feel like there is value to actually going full throttle into the marriage <laughs> and instead of just dating. Although everything shouldn't be completely changed, but I do feel like there should be some changes uh, to add to crossing over to the marriage line. Mm -hmm. um, Lee, did you get a chance to answer? I can't remember now. Not yet. But, um... <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, well, no, um, I agree with uh, both of you guys just from just just in different different uh, aspects. Um, Sheila, you're absolutely correct. All from the from the government benefit side. Yeah, I, I see that 100 um, percent. Dwayne, if you would have asked me 20 years ago or let's say 15 years ago, I'm in high school or whatever. Uh, man, I'm old. <laughs> if you'd asked me 15 years ago, hey, uh, where do you see yourself uh, when you get older? I said, oh, yeah, I'll be married with a bunch of kids. Right. Same. Mainly because that was what was kind of drilled in my head. It was just, you know, you see that as normal. 15 years go by. I've lived. I've I've experienced I've experienced things. I've seen different um, different uh, perspectives. I've seen different uh, mindsets, um, different relationship types that I, I would never think about. So now I, I don't, for, uh, for, for myself, marriage is not a quote unquote goal, which can quote unquote goal for me. Um, I'm not against it, but at the same time, I'm also not against just uh, cohabitating with somebody. If if the love is still there, if the commitment is still there, I'm not against it. Uh, uh, I'm uh, telling your mom right, right now. So, right now. How you gonna so, so like piggybacking off with, piggybacking off what Lee said, um, just a little bit is like I have I have family members and I have friends that also know who either are roughly in our age range or mainly older and they've been married before and the marriage didn't work out. And so they coexist with someone in the same space, but they aren't married because of all the stuff that they went through during the marriage that either broke or damaged them, where they're just like, no, I don't want to go through that and have to be married again. Like, no, we know what it is. Nobody else has to tell us what this is as long as we agree to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes sense if you've already been married before, but just to never been married and you're like, I'm cool with cohabitating with you for the rest of life, that's extra. I see, Sheila, I see it as for myself. If I get married, I'm not getting divorced. 
And let me That's say it how like it this. should be. Yeah, let me say it like this. I'm not saying I'm I think any different from people who get divorced. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like I'm gonna be that certain if I actually propose to somebody. Right. So because that's a one and done. I don't know. The, I don't know the statistics on it, but I'm pretty sure it's a high percentage of people go into marriages knowing like, hey, this is gonna work. But then situations occur and it just ends up not working. 50-50. And I feel as though, like, you know, even like I don't for me personally, I don't think it's like ridiculous to think that way as you know, Lee does not being married because you've been through enough in your own life where like, hey, I know that this is what I'm looking for. And if this doesn't happen, I'm perfectly fine with this. You know, especially at the age of 30, not saying we're halfway through life or anything like that. But I think that, you know, you can experience enough by your 30s to know like, hey, this is what I want going forward. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's let's get into that. You said you already know what you want in your 30s. But what about your 20s? Like, has a lot changed? Did you know what you wanted all along? Or has that changed throughout time? Let me go with Lee first, because I went with Dwayne a couple of times. Uh, my 20s, my 20s, my 20s. And I think I'm just more going to focus on like my lower 20s. We'll say when I was still in college, mm -hmm. I was in college. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted. Of course not. I was young and dumb. <laughs> um, to be to be perfectly candid, I did not have my first quote unquote official relationship until I got to college. So and even in that, I I feel shameful about it now, but I only did it just because it was kind of like a checkbox thing. I was like, I should probably probably knock one of these relationships out. Um, I know that sounds horrible. <laughs> it really sounds Wait, horrible. so you just got in a relationship just to say I've now been in a relationship? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying I got in that relationship knowing it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna lead to marriage. <laughs> so and that's like I said, I was I was younger, I was dumb, and hindsight, that's that's really bad. Uh, I can acknowledge that. But still, I'm like, I'm not gonna know until I get into the relationship to see how it goes. Um I think in 20 when I was in my early 20s, I started realizing, or as my 20s progressed, I started to realize, hey, um, I need to be able to actually talk to my partner. I think I started realizing, I started realizing that, hey, you tend to like shut down, which isn't good. Um, I started realizing, hey, intentions, yeah, that's okay, but you still got to be smarter to realize, hey, even if you don't intend for a certain outcome, you got to be wise enough to realize, hey, what you're doing, it's probably going to end up in a negative way. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking more so on, I could, like I said, I in my head, hey, I didn't do anything wrong, but I can see how what I'm doing is uh, negative, negatively affecting my partner. So that's something I, that's something I've, mm -hmm. that's something in my 30s now, I know I have to have to be someone that's I don't want to say that's going to push me to share more but if she doesn't really care I know that's probably not going to work out so tell me this how is it that you've done nothing wrong but it's been received negatively <laughs> how do those two go so I will give you I will give you just a random example I'm not going to say who this person was because uh, you know this person okay <laughs> <laughs> so so my girlfriend at the time, her aunt, 
makes these banging um, egg rolls, like specific type of homemade egg rolls, right? And she was telling me about it all the time, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. She came and she brought me the egg rolls. I was like, oh, appreciate it. Thank you. I ate those egg rolls without her there. And case in point, I was hungry. She gave me food. I ate them when she wasn't there. She got so mad because she was like, oh my God, I wanted to be there when you ate it. You know, like this was a big deal this down the third. And I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> I didn't think I did anything wrong, which I, well, I don't want to say I still think I didn't do anything wrong, but you can, Dwayne, from my perspective. Standing your truth, King. Literally, you gave me food. I ate said food, but I just didn't eat the said food in front of you. So I, but she, her whole point was, she wanted to she wanted to be there when I ate it because it was a big deal type thing. And in hindsight, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see that. But at the same time, I'm just like, I didn't necessarily do something wrong. But me being older now, if I was in that same situation, I'd have ate it <laughs> in front of her. So yeah. Okay. So that's how Sheila. All right. Yeah, that was a good example. And I do feel you. I feel like men are not mind readers so she probably should have said specifically hey this is something i want to share with you don't eat this until i come back and that could have been solved so that's more so a communication issue and as you get older real start to recognize real and you start knowing you know like you said you would have probably thought about that more so that's different all right what about you, Dwayne, how have things changed from the early 20s until now? As far as um, was it dating, relationships, what you were expecting, looking for mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so like we said earlier, I wouldn't say just because it was drilled into into my brain, like, hey, this is what you you know, you go get your education, get a good job, get married, have kids. But it was mainly for me is just like, oh, I, I saw a decent amount of that around me where it's like, hey, this is something that I want. This is something I want to experience. Um, early 20s, like, you know, I had a couple relationships in high school. They weren't that great. And I, I think that they, that kind of put a sour on relationships for me for at least like the early part of my 20s were like, eh, you know what? I'm cool. I'm just going to ride the wave. Whatever. Uh, but like still in the back of my mind, it was just like, oh, well, you know. I still want to pursue, you know, if I found someone who I really liked, I still would try and pursue them. My thoughts that have changed, they, I would say that being young, a younger man back in, you know, the, what, what years were it? Our, our 20s, 2010s, somewhere around there. Um, I was still kind of, I'm still kind of holding on to some of those morals that I had when it comes to dating, those ideals, where as far as, um, you know, I want someone who, you know, we get along with each other well. Uh, we, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't want to say coexist because that's getting along with each other well. Either way, um, from from early 20s to now, there's still some of the same thoughts. I think they've either been compressed a little bit and broken down a little bit more like communication, for instance. It wasn't something that I was thinking a lot about when I was in my early 20s. It was just like, a, oh, you cute, like, what's up? you know, <laughs> like, yeah, we should be together, you know, but like, I wasn't thinking about that, you know, in my early twenties, like, oh, it's not, do we get along or do we just look good together? 
And now as the years have grown, I've learned like, no, it takes more than just looking good together. You need the communication, you need the understanding, you need the trust. Uh, trust was really big for me in the twenties and it still is at this point in my thirties. But even with that, it, I understand that, hey, maybe I can only trust a person, but so far I can't fault them for, for X, Y, and Z, especially if I haven't communicated those things to them. So I've taken a lot of that on me personally, as far as, hey, listen, Dwayne, yeah, what are you looking for in a relationship? But like, hey, what are, like, are you straight enough to be in a relationship? Are you gonna be able to communicate those? Are you gonna be able to open yourself up? I'm a person who, I wouldn't say I shut off, but like, instead of, instead of talking about things like, hey, you know, I'm gonna handle it on my own, but there may be someone there who's like, hey, I wanna, I can help you out with this, or you're not alone with this. I've learned that also throughout the years, like, it's okay to let somebody in and let them, you know, be able to help you out and to trust them with that instead of just shutting people out and handling it on my own. Um, so it's, it's gotten broader as far as, you know, what I'm looking for, but at the same time, it's been condensed as well because a lot of the things I didn't think about when I was in my early twenties, I do now. And a lot of the things that I think about now, like I still had those thoughts in my early 20s, but they're broken down just a little bit more to be more specific, more intentional. So that way that, you know, hey, I'm also offering, you know, to my partner the same thing they're willing to offer to me. Mm -hmm. And that's good. Those are some good gems of knowledge. I don't disagree. So I'll, I'll let you live on that one. You did good. <laughs> um it's okay to disagree sometimes. It's okay. I, I agree actually with I, that, with those few words. You were saying the right thing. So, you know, I'll leave you alone. But <laughs> what about when you mentioned something about uh, you had like a broader approach and now things are getting more condensed? And you were mentioning that in terms of like what you were looking for. But I wanted to take it a step further and stretch that out to race. Are you like more broad and open-minded in regards to who you will date? Um, like outside of your own races? How does that work? Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go, go first. first. With that. All right. Both of y'all can't I'll go, go first. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I am a black male, um, just for those who don't know. Am I open to uh, interracial dating? Yes, but I know for me it is, um, and just in my years of experience, that there's just something that other races offer more, not like physically or um, anything. It's, it's kind of like something it's something unwritten kind of that other races. And when I say other races, I would say black women to me that there's just something about there. There's an understanding. There's a connection through black women and black men to me. That is just like, there's no other race that offers that. So, you know, not saying that my goal is to marry. I, I would love to marry a black woman. That That is what I would like to do. But if, you know, God saw fit that my wife wasn't black, then that's what it is. Okay. Lee? Well, I also am a uh, black male. What? Yeah. 
And of course, I only have eyes for my beautiful, beautiful black sisters. Of course, that's the only thing I see. There is no other race. No other race uh -uh. matters. <laughs> but no, um, kind of. I kind of, uh, kind of agree with Dwayne. But I will add a caveat to that. Um, I, if you ask me to picture my wife, um, the race in my head, it's it's always gonna be black. It, right. It. I can't change that. I don't want to change that. Um, but at the same time, I'm I'm open. I'm not going to close my eyes. And if I'm vibing with somebody, I don't care what your race is. Mm -hmm. If we vibe, we vibe. Now, in saying that, I want to date a black woman. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Yeah. I just want to make yeah. that clear. But uh, yeah, like I'm open. As it's, it's 2020, y'all. Come on. Like I I got a nephew, beautiful biracial nephew, loving to death. Like. I'm not gonna shut anything down just because we have a different race. Now, what I will say is clearly, I think if you are in an interracial relationship, you're gonna have certain unique struggles that you wouldn't have if you did right. date inside your race. Uh, so like I said, I, I picture myself with a black woman in the end, but if that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm not against that. Okay. Yeah, I can't really add too much to this because I only <laughs> dated you found your strong black man. <laughs> I think, and I said this on the last episode, but I would be open had I not been in a relationship to different races. Um, absolutely open to it, but I just uh, found somebody who happened to be in my race, and I feel like that works. So whatever works for you works for me. Um, but speaking about what's working and what's not working, what's going on in the dating scene right now for you guys as 30-year-olds? Is that working? I mean, I know it's a pandemic going on, so, you know, that is a whole nother beast. But I guess I mean like pre-COVID or even if you're thinking post-COVID, what is the the dating scene? Is it mainly all online dating or do you find yourselves meeting people like just by hanging out with groups of friends? Like how does it all work? What do you, what do you like best? Or I guess what do, can you not stand in the dating scene? So uh, Dwayne, you can go first. Um, <laughs> so dating, dating pre and during pandemic, um, I think the the only difference is not being able to go out and be social uh well for myself like you come in contact with people or at least i do majority of the people i come in contact with are um online you know we do have apps now where it's like tinder um black the blk joint um what's the blk but then you also have social media it's it's supposed to be like a it's, it's called black if i'm not mistaken i have i haven't used it i know people who have it but sucks. it sucks <laughs> Okay. It sounds like we know someone who's used it from personal experience. It's glitchy. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. But it's supposed to be catered more towards black people. Um, where Tinder is, I'm not going to lie, like Tinder is supposed to be more mixed. Uh, you get a variety of people, but majority of the women that I see come across my Tinder happen to be white women. So me as being a black man, I'm like, you know, I want a black woman. I would download black to, to check that out to give me a higher chance of matching with the black woman. I've never used it though. Uh, we can let Lee jump into that when he gets on, but you also have social media platforms, uh, Facebook, sometimes Instagram and Twitter. Um, 
you get access to people all around the world, basically through all these social media websites. And that's what I found to be most effective, I guess, during the pandemic, because once again, you're not supposed to be going around people. I hope you guys are social distancing out there. Um, but it's, it's not like you're, let's face it. We aren't, this generation is not like our parents where, Oh, you go meet somebody in the grocery store and you just start talking because some people don't want to be bothered if they're shopping for groceries. Now at this point, like, Oh, why is this dude walking up to me? Or why is this, you know, girl walking up to me? So on and so forth. So I think that, you know, social media and online dating is, is real, really popular um, for our generation because of that access that we have to it. It's right there on our phones. We have our phones on us at least 98% of the time during, during throughout the day. Um, I found that I actually, Although you you really don't know a person that you meet online until you actually meet them and start talking to them, I find it very useful because you can already see like, oh, well, let me go check this person's tweets. Let me see what they're talking about. You know, if it's some some things that you see, some thoughts, some ideals, some opinions that you're seeing, you're just not rocking with it. You can ignore it and go on to the next person uh, in person dating. You know, sometimes like with that, you wouldn't know until you got to the date. And then now you're just sitting there and it's looking a little awkward because you're just like, hmm. No, I don't really feel that way about that, but uh, I'll let you rock. <laughs> and we're not going to see each other again after this. Um, so you can kind of go ahead and nip that in the bud. Um, but with with the pandemic, that's I think those are the best lines because you get to stay away from a person, talk to them. You're just not in face in a social setting. And even then, you might can set up something afterwards. We're like, hey, well, let's go to the park. There's not going to be people there. We can go meet up talk see how things are see where things go um yeah. okay i you brought up something that i didn't think about you mentioned social media and i forgot about that but i when i was asking that i was mainly thinking about like dating websites mm -hmm. um but so um, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. What I wanted to say about social media is, do you slide into people's DMs? <laughs> like walk us through what it looks like. It sounds like you scope people out and you see what their thoughts are, but then after you make that decision, do you slide into their DMs? Definitely. Um, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer whether you're a man or a woman, closed mouths don't get fed, you know? Um, I, I don't like to play the whole little light game. I'm not gonna sit here and like 50 million of your pictures on Instagram. No, what, why? That, that looks a little creepy to me. Um, like, hey, if I'm interested in you and I see, you know, I like what you, you're talking about, this, that, or other, then yeah, I'll definitely slide in the DMs. Worst thing that is gonna happen is I don't get a response. And if I don't get a response, I know what it is and I keep it moving. True. <laughs> so I feel you, I do feel you on that. But I'm wondering now that we've talked about the social media and the online dating, what happens when you move on to that next level and you're taking someone on a first date? Do you put a lot of thought into the first date? And I'm going to start with you, Lee, first. All right. So I don't like, how do I put this? Uh, to answer your question, yes, I do put thought into it. Um, <clears throat> I think a dinner date for your first date is the worst thing in the world. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. 
I want to get to know you. I'm not trying to interrupt you eating. I think I think going to dinner that's more of a, a down the line type situation. I've I've already got to know you. I'm cool with you. I want to continue getting to know you. That's cool. We can get something to eat. It's whatever. I'm more of a let's go. Let's go and do something where we can walk and talk. Let's go and do something where we could do some type of activity together. Uh, we can go somewhere that you wouldn't normally go. Mm-hmm. Um, like where? So I'm a big fan of the art museum. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, because I see, um, I love 21C, downtown Durham, I represent. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of that because that allows me to get, get a chance to, we can have a drink together, walk and talk, look at art together, which I do enjoy art. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big advocate for, I don't want to say the arts, but yeah, the arts. <laughs> um, okay. And also, I'm not really a, we're going to go, we're going to go on a date and that date consists of one location. I'm more of a, okay, we're going to chill here for a little bit. Then let's move on to the next location. Let's uh, continue getting to, getting to know each other. Um, I don't During think the I, first date, y'all bounce yeah. around the different locations? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm a big advocate for that. Basically, I'm like, if I'm feeling you, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it pushing. I don't want to stay in one stagnant location. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Dwayne? Uh, do you put the, a lot of thought into first dates? Yes. Um, so I want to, I'm going to have to disagree with Lee on something. I think that dinner as a first date could be one of the best things um not saying that it's the only best thing but i think the worst first date place to go is definitely the movies because i can't see you during the movies we're just gonna sit and watch a movie and afterwards talk a little bit but by that time we've already spent like two and a half hours together i mean now the vibe is right and cool and then we spend another hour or something talking that's different but um yeah i do so normally i pick up through conversation you know what she likes you know, some things that she's interested in or have talked about like, oh, I've always wanted to do this or I always want to do that. Um, now, depending on the time frame, like if it's like the night before, then I got to come up with something quick that I can't quite plan as long that's different. Then maybe a nice little dinner or something. Um, but like Lisa, I do enjoy talking to the person. That's the main thing for me when going on dates is talking. So I'm going to choose a date that we can get the most interaction out of each other. Um whether that just be like we said, art museum, cool. Enjoy going walking around art. But I like to laugh. I like to smile. I like to joke. So I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna try and make it as fun as possible. I want the experience to be a good first experience because that's gonna determine whether or not we go on a second one. Agree. So I like definitely go ahead. Oh, I was just saying definitely put some thought into it because let, let's face it dinner although it is a good first date it is the most common one so like yo if you really are feeling that person you want to stand out and who's to say that you know they're not going on dates with anybody else at that time so you definitely want to set yourself above any other quote-unquote competition mm-hmm. okay i can get with both of those um I feel like first dates should be thought out because to your point, who's to say that you go on a second one? And that's also interesting um, approach that you have going on, Lee, that you'll just continue through levels, different levels of dates if the night goes well. So that's interesting 
Uh, I feel you. I feel Lee on that, though. It's like, you know, especially downtown Durham, there's a lot to do downtown Durham. So why limit yourself to just one place if the date is going good? Hey, well, let's go check out this other place, too. While we're talking, we can continue to walk and talk and go check out this other place. Like, you know, pre-pandemic, you could start off at some little restaurant like, oh, the night's still not over. We still want to enjoy each other. Let's go down to Boxcar. Let me see how good you are at, you know, video games or something like that and have drinks at the same time and Dwayne, I, I i do want to amend that you're absolutely right movies worst first date for the exact reasons you said i guess it depends on who you're with like i really love the movies so i wouldn't have been <laughs> so, i have a, a serial movie attender so you would okay. just have to meet up an hour before and do the talk all right cool have drinks and then so dinner in a movie or something like that then yeah got you but yeah it is difficult i guess if that's like the very first date and you really can't talk like that i mean i talk in the movies i probably shouldn't but <laughs> that's not a problem <laughs> what rules right so um speaking of rules who pays for the first date is it on y'all there's only one right answer but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, if I invite, well, not you specifically, obviously, but if I'm inviting you on a date, I'm going to pay for that. That's that's just how I am. Now, at the same time, I I think it's pretty, it's going to tell me a lot about you if you suggest a certain date and you just expect me to pay. I'm like, you invited me on a date, though. I'm going to pay, but I'm like... Is that inviting you? Hold on, hold on. Is that inviting you, though, if someone just suggests a place to go? Oh, usually with that suggestion, it's, it's more like, hey, let's go here. Okay. Or, hey, what are you doing Saturday? Cool. Come with me to such and such and such. Cool. I agree with Lee. Like, no, no matter what, I'm paying for the first date. I am paying for the first date. But like you said, it's based off of how, you know, that woman is is caring, like carrying herself as far as like if she says, hey, let's go here on Saturday. That's to me, that's her setting up the date. Cool. Mm-mm. Now that's she goes and I'm like, hey, you want to go? <laughs> no. Uh, OK. So if I'm like, hey, let's go here, such and such and such on this day, is that also a suggestion or is that me asking you on a date? No, that's, of course not. That's you asking out on a date. So it's different standards for different people. <laughs> I, I, I will I will say like one of the, and this is going to be kind of crazy. One of the, something that's going to stand out to me is you specifically saying, hey, let me take you to X, Y, and Z and let me pay. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay, sure. That's clear. I'm cool with that. Right. And so, I would not be saying that on a first date. But yeah, eventually uh, uh, I feel like and, we'll crawl to that. Can I speak on that? Well, actually, that'll probably go into another one, but just kind of to say on a certain thing. Um, I was invited on a first date, uh, say a year or so ago. And um that actually turned out to a pretty that was one of the one of the dates where we went to uh, multiple locations, but it was a dinner date, but it was more like a dinner date at the bar. We ate at the bar or whatever, but literally when the bill came, you know, I got, I got to the wallet because that's just how I do. She said, like, what do you mean? She, what are you doing? Like, I, I invited you. I, I took you out essentially like, look, let me pay for this. I was like, yo, I appreciate that, but no, you good. I got this. It's a little dance, a little tango we do, but it, it goes a long way now <laughs> in uh-huh. hindsight, in hindsight, I should have let her pay 
Because come to find out, <laughs> she was still in love with her ex, but it's all good. <laughs> we're going to leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a dance that I don't like to play. And let me tell you why, uh, fellow ladies. I feel like it's cool to say that and you can offer to pay, but only offer if you really <laughs> willing to pay. Don't be out here saying, oh, I got it. And then you just hoping and expecting likely that the other person going to be like, nah, I got it. Because what if you run across somebody who says, cool, and now you stuck with the bill? So, right. yeah, don't even try to make that offer unless you really so, got it and you want yeah, to. Yeah, so with that, like a, a date that I had went on, um, it was a suggested date, like, hey, let's go out for drinks. And I'm like, yo, well, let's, you know, cool, I'm with it. I set up the place and here and there. Although she did give the idea, it was still like, all right, cool, it's on me to take, like, I was raised in the South. I was raised to be a gentleman. My mother would smack the hell out of me if she found out that I went on a date with a young lady and I didn't pay first, or if I wasn't a gentleman on any date at that matter. But even during the date, there were drinks involved. So it was eating and drinks. And she wanted to cover the drinks while I covered the food. And I'm just like, no, I got the whole thing. It's cool. This one's on me. We're good. And she was like, all right, cool. But just so you know, the next one, I'm I'm paying for it. And I was just like, first, just the fact that, you know, she wanted to offer to pay for the drinks when she didn't have to was like, oh, wow, that's dope. She either enjoyed herself, not saying that, you know, if you don't offer to pay, you don't enjoy yourself. But to me, that just says a lot about her as a person. Like, oh, I don't expect you to do every single little thing, you know, in this. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel in relationships. Like, you shouldn't expect for a partner to do every single little thing. It is, it's, you know, it's a two way, it's just two people working together in this thing. So that tells me a lot. And then to follow up with like, hey, next time it's on me. And I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, like, will I be paying for the next time? Maybe. But like the fact that she offered Hey, next time I got us covered. I enjoyed myself with you. Thank you for taking me out. Next time, cool. Because at the end, yo, I don't, I can't speak for every man. I like to be taken out on dates. Oh, you want to go do something for me? With me? Let's do it then. <laughs> a, yeah. a little bit goes a long way. A little bit goes a long way. It's just the thought that you, it's just the thought that you would offer, honestly. And yeah, I've I've taken people up on that offer. Uh, I don't want to say many a time, but yeah, I've taken people up on that offer, but it's just like, obviously I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it more than you'll ever pay for it. That's just how I roll. But I got nothing against, Hey, if we're, I would never suggest let's split anything, but if it was right. offered and this wasn't the first date or whatever, I'm like, all right, you know, if that's really what you want to do, I'm cool with that. But mm -hmm. to, answer, to answer the question, I'm, I'm paying for that first date. That's just how I do. Yeah. And I feel like in your 30s, that's how it should be. Now, there was a time in my 20s that I was doing the 50-50 thing and <laughs> because we're both whatever, broke and in college, and it was just more understandable. But when you're 30 plus, you're trying to take me on a date, and you like, waiter, can we get this check separated? That's going to be the last time that you see me. Because right. that's ridiculous. Right. You know, go when it's not about the money, but mm -hmm. if you just, it's about the thought. So I think that you know, you should put some thought into where are the places that we can go to and it's fun and something that's affordable for me. So don't try to over impress girls and go to a $200 restaurant, you know, if that's not really your swag. It doesn't have to be something expensive. I think it can be something down to earth if you like a local 
hamburger joint, then that's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, don't let that local place be McDonald's, but if it is like a family <laughs> restaurant, that's fine. That is okay. And I think ladies are okay with that. And you should feel comfortable, you know, wanting to pick up the tab on that one. If it's the first day, first impressions count, in my opinion. So, so I talked about what our must-haves are for ladies, and you guys might have heard this before. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this, but sometimes ladies can have a list, and this list is God-given to us, and it's all the things that guys must have or do um, in order to make it you know, on our like, okay, we got to be with him. Or it's more so like inspirational, like the person in my mind who I want to date or marry or whoever has these X, Y things on my list. Sometimes I hear money. Sometimes I hear look. Sometimes I hear must be tall. Some things are kind of superficial, but some things are real. Must be good communicator, must be into God and the leader, so on and so forth. Like there's literally a million things on a woman's list. But I want to know what's on you guys' list or do you even have one? Like what, what, what does that look like for the men? Lee, I'm going to let you go first. Why me first? I'm just kidding. Um what's on the list so let me start by saying this is not a list that's written out (laughs) as i've actually seen a lot of a lot of women actually have a written down list um which hey teach his own um but you asked about the men and i can only speak for myself Uh now do i have a, a list um i have things that i that i look for yeah um and it's it's not gonna sound that crazy, obviously. That would be the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me say it like this. Let me say it like this. This is more like everything that's on my quote unquote list is not superficial. Um, you got to be a good communicator. Obviously, you got to have a good sense of humor. I'm not gonna be able to stuck up woman, uh, a stick in the mud. If I like to laugh, I like to have a good time. And if you not have if you if that's not how you get down, then we're clearly not gonna mesh. I just know that. Um, what else? Um, you gotta be nurturing. You gotta be loving. I've seen some pretty, <laughs> some pretty evil people. I'm, I'm just going to say that okay. some mean people. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Like you, you live in that world. That's cool. No judgment, but it's not going to rock with me. Um, for the most part, you gotta have a positive outlook on life. Um, I will never be, I can only speak for myself. I hate being in the presence of people who are just negative all the time, who are just complaining all the time. I'm just, uh, this is me complaining about that, but I, that's, can you imagine, can you imagine being with somebody that's just complaining 24 seven? And I'm just like, where's the joy in life? Everybody got it bad, but come on now. Like you can choose to let that consume you, or you can choose to look at the brighter side and keep it pushing. I'm trying to live a long time and I'm not trying to hear all that. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's a nice little rundown, but I think, I don't think any of that's too crazy okay. for the most part. All right. Now what I will say, oops, oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say now what I, what I will say is, yeah, there are things that I'm definitely attracted to, attracted to, but it's not, they're not deal breakers. 
what are those things? I'm an ass man. I'm an ass man. Don't got to be a big ass. But, you know, I like to fight. <laughs> I thought you were going a completely different route. <laughs> with that. Too, yeah. I was not well, expecting that. I thought you were going to break down like, oh, I like the indie chick or like the the, the lady well, who works out. You know, like, all right, so I got a question for you. Lee. You got to let me you get there, Dwayne. Kind of, <laughs> I didn't. That's where I thought you were going. I just didn't expect you to jump in and be like, I'm an ass man. You know, I respect the honesty. Oh, well, no. Well, obviously, like I said, I was taking it purely superficial right here um yeah like i'm a big i like curly hair it's it is what it is every all my boys know i'm i don't want to say i have a quote unquote type but they know let's say there's a group there's a group of women and one woman has a certain type of look they'll know okay lee's probably going to gravitate towards that one it's not a deal breaker but it is certain things i'm attracted to like Dwayne said I go to the gym pretty regularly. I'm trying to improve myself constantly. So I am just, I tend to be attracted to those who are in the gym trying to better themselves as well. That's just something I'm in that environment and you tend to be more attracted to people that are in your environment. That's just something I really find, I find uh, attractive. But uh, on Dwayne's other point, oh, of course, I definitely, I'm looking for a flower child. <laughs> I'm looking for, I can really see I can really see my Ms. Badu. I can see my Karan Baylor Ray. I can see my um, Leanne LaHaves. I'm a big Neil Soul guy and a woman that kind of fits that fits that narrative. That, that does something for me. I'm just being honest with myself. Okay. Very interesting. <laughs> Dwayne, what do you have? What's on your list? Um, so on my list. And I'm not going to sit here and add like that looks don't matter because I think that looks do matter. You don't want to be with someone who you just look at and just like, oh, I don't find them attractive. Um, so I'll just jump to looks wise because it's, I wouldn't say it's a long list, but um, I'm a sucker for a nice smile. So that is one of the must haves. Like I, I enjoy laughing. I enjoy smiling. And I enjoy seeing a smile and making people laugh. So a beautiful smile just does something to me. Um, Hair-wise, like, yeah, I like I like all different. As long as your hair is groomed and upkept or even, hey, if you're beautiful and bald, and you you might attract me as well. But as long as you're well-groomed, that's what matters to me. Um, I'm going to find your physical features attractive. It's not like one particular thing. I'm not like, oh, you got to have green eyes and this, that. that. Like, no, that doesn't. You know, you don't have to be five one, or you can be six three. You know, I don't mind climbing a tree. No, That's fine. I'm not six three, but um, but like you know, just because of of that, it's not going to to make me you know unattracted to you. Um, so yeah, I'm a I'm a sucker for a nice smile. I I do like nice legs. Um. Since Lee went with the booty, I'm like, you know, hey, I am a boob guy, but that's not going to stop me from like, oh, I like you, but, you know, your boobs too small, something like that. No, that's ridiculous. Well, to me, that's ridiculous. Like, to me, it's more about the personality. I'm an outgoing person. I enjoy a woman who's outgoing as well, who had, who's very respectful. Respect is a big thing to me. I don't like people who like to bully people or belittle people. So if I see you doing that, that's an automatic, like, no, we're not even going down this path. I wouldn't have that in the butt right there. So I don't like disrespect. Um, nurturing, yes, I enjoy that. Someone who's able to communicate. And it's okay if you're not like, you know, 
at 100% with your communication, but I do enjoy, you know, someone who does give effort as well. So if you're giving effort, I'll take that. Money doesn't really bother me. I know that's like a big thing for, you know, some women and some men, but as long as I see that you are, you know, you're trying or you're grinding or you have goals, like that's a really big thing. I don't want you just to be like, oh no, I'm right here in life and I'm fine right here. And that's like at a certain space, not saying that, um, I'm not going to be like, oh, just because you work at McDonald's, you know, I'm not going to date you. But like if you aspire to be more, maybe you inspire to own your own McDonald's or something one day, something like that. Like, cool. As long as I see that there are goals set up, I respect that so much. And I love it because I have goals of my own that I'm working toward. Um, A sense of humor. A sense of humor goes a long way, a long way. Um, That is probably one of my big things, like one of my top three things. Um, And understanding as well. Like, even if we're just getting to know each other and something happens where, like, you know, there's some people who are like, oh, no, you got to text me throughout the day, 24-7, this, that, or other, or even at least once a day. I'm just like, listen, I'm I'm a busy person. Sometimes, like, I may be able to text you in the morning, sometime throughout the, like, in the middle of the day and at night. Somebody who's like, oh, that's cool. I understand you're busy. You're trying to get this, that, and other done. As long as I'm getting my attention and, you know, I'm just not over here, you know, a day or two goes past and I haven't heard from you. You know, that's cool. So someone who's understanding um, is really big as well. Anything else? That was a joke. You had a long list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, my, my list, my list, but like, that's one of the things where I talk about, it kind of condenses all into your personality. Like that was a personality breaking down into levels. So if you, if your personality is all of those things combined, then yeah, we we good. Dwayne, you made me think of another thing that's really a huge. This would be like a. Uh, it's it's a non-start if I see this. If you um, you kind of touched on it a little bit, you said belitt- uh, belittling. If I see you treat wait staff, anybody in the service industry in a certain type of negative way or disrespect them, you you lost me. You lost me and you're not getting me back. I don't like people who think they're better than somebody based off of their money, based off of their status, based off of X, Y, and Z. It doesn't matter. Uh, so humility goes a, a long way for me, a long way. So if you have that holier than thou attitude or I think I'm better than you to anybody, I, you're not you're not familiar. Right. So and the two more things also, because you did ask kind of in the question, and I just forgot completely about it until now. Um, one thing is religion. Like I am a Christian. I believe in spirituality, although I may not agree with a lot of, you know, certain things churches do or or whatnot, but like, as long as you believe in God, I've dated outside of my religion before. And it always, always boiled down to like eh, the religion part and things wouldn't really work out because of that. Um, so that is one big thing. The other, I completely forgot already. Okay. Well, <laughs> you gotta have a good memory. Oh, money. Um, <laughs> because we know that, like I said, a lot of women look at, like, not a lot of women, but there are women who look at men as far as like money wise. Like, are you making that known from jump or it's kind of like our conversation earlier, who's paying for the first date or whatever? Like, as long as I know, like, you're not looking at that, like, oh, yeah, money, come on, cough it up. You need to buy this. You need to do that. You need to like, I mean, I'm going to do it anyway, but you don't need it. Like, 
give me the chance to take care of what I'm going to take care of. Don't automatically assume that I am type mm -hmm. thing. That's a good point. I, I think with money, I was more so thinking about what do you guys think about girls who don't have money? And the way you hit on it a bit, it sounds like you're cool with dating people at McDonald's or wherever it may be, as long as they got the goals and aspirations. But I find that interesting because some women don't want to <laughs> go down that route. So how do you feel about that, Lee? Is it cool if a girl doesn't, not necessarily works at McDonald's, but if they don't have money, like a large amount of money, I don't want to put a number out there, but you know what I mean? Not enough to take care of themselves, essentially. So I want to make sure I say this the right way. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm being clear in what I'm saying. Um, as long as you're not looking for me to quote unquote, come and save you, I don't care <laughs> what your, what your bank account looks like. Oh no, honest, honestly, I've, I have known, not for me, but I've known certain women that are literally like, I need to get married so I don't have to work another day in my life. I need to get married so I can have X, Y, and Z. Why aren't you, why aren't you aspiring to be able to take care of yourself? Hey, you might not have it now. But if you just like Dwayne said, if you're if you're just perfectly content and not being able to take care of yourself and your goal is to basically put that on your quote unquote future husband, that no, that's the biggest red flag. Okay, Dwayne, go ahead. So it made me think about um, a different world and I had to pull it up so I could get it word for word. Um, for those of you who are familiar with it. Dwayne Wayne was talking to Whitley and um, he asked, you know, hey, what kind of husband do you want, Whitley? And Whitley asked, what kind do you think? Dwayne said rich because we know that Whitley was bougie, right? She was rich and she was bougie. So automatically he assumed you want a rich husband to take care of you, that has money so he can buy you this, this and this. And Whitley responded like, I would like a man who is educated, enterprising and ambitious. And Dwayne Wayne was like, so you wouldn't mind if he was poor and Willie's like that type of man is never poor. Like, although he may not be like rich, but because of his morals and his values and the things he's striving towards, he's not going to be poor. And that's kind of how I look at it as well. Like, yes, as long as she's driven, has goals, wants to accomplish this and is, is putting a foot forward to do so money doesn't matter because she's going to be rich and, and other or won't be poor in other things, however she thinks, however she moves, or she's that that focused on it, that she's going to make something out of it. That's a good point. I got to snap my fingers for that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> those kind of people are never poor. Good point. Okay. On the flip side, what's a turn off? Lee, you started talking about what your non-starters are. So anything else that just really turns you off it could be um personality things or it could be a, a physical thing like i don't know it could be a weird addiction like what what is the big turn off for you i mean if you have a, a crack addiction that's i'm just, I'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm not <laughs> you might be but i'm well, not yeah, of course but no, cracking cigarettes <laughs> Um, a big turnoff, like I said, I, I, I touched on, hey, being rude to uh, people in the service industry, that's clearly a big turnoff for me. Um, 
just being loud for no for no reason. Um, I'm like, look, I and this gonna sound well. Let me not say this, but we should never be in the situation where we are out in public and either myself or you are yelling at me or I'm being yelled at. That should never happen. I'm like, whatever. If you feel so comfortable to bring basically our business out to the public, that's a problem. That's a problem. What if you did so something? Like taking it to social media as well? So what? So like taking it to social media as well? Yeah, I could, I could say that too. I'm just like, look, whatever issues we have, we need to, we need to handle that in-house. Everybody else don't need to be in our business. That's that's our business. Let's handle that. Don't I feel like I'm gonna play devil's advocate. There are okay. certain things that could come to play in public. If you catch me off guard, you know, if you did something outrageous like cheating. If I catch you like on cheaters, you just at a restaurant with another girl taking her out, then I am going to be loud and obnoxious and flip your table over and say, what is going on? I can't <laughs> wait till we get back home to like address that. So, well, Sheila, that's clearly the, the, the caveat. <laughs> so that obviously, if you catch me cheating. I have no say in how you're going to handle that situation. That's of course I'm talking more. So, Hey, let me, let me say it like this. Um, let's say if I'm with a woman and basically there's some type of disagreement that's happening with, let's say we're in a group of friends, we're having a conversation and let's say my girl, she's dead wrong about something, 100% dead wrong in what she's talking about. I'm going to sit there, I'm a supporter, that's going to be cool. I wouldn't quote unquote, I don't want to say correct, but I wouldn't call that out in front of our friends. I'm going to sit there and be with her when we're alone. I'm like, hey, babe, I heard what you were saying. I just want to let you know that was wrong. That was wrong. And I expect the same thing the other way. If I'm sitting here just talking out my ass, saying the complete wrong thing, that's cool. We're going we're gonna to be chill. We're going to be cool in the moment. When we get back, like, you know you was wrong, right? Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. But I had your back the whole time type thing. I think that kind of thing kind of goes a long way for me. I think it depends on the subject. <laughs> I may have to let you know in public that ain't it. We are not together on this issue. But I won't argue about it. I may just nicely say, I don't, I disagree. So interesting. Okay, uh, Dwayne, what are your turnoffs? Somewhat of what I said earlier, like disrespect. I don't like that. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. There are some times where it's warranted. But, you know, if you're being disrespectful towards somebody or a person or even myself, like if there's something that you know that I don't like, and especially if we talked about it and you still either do or say or whatever that is, like to me, that's a red flag. It's just like, all right, everything we said went in one ear and you didn't find it worthy enough. Like, hey, I won't do this either around him or say this to him. So then to me at that point, like you, you don't really care. Um, so that's one um bad hygiene is definitely up there uh <laughs> okay please don't i mean bad hygiene is a turn off if you're out here funky um you know <laughs> absolutely uh you, it's just it, it can't happen it, it just can't happen like i mean myself i keep an extra thing of deodorant in the car just in case you know you never know um 
But wait, the, you never know what what's gonna happen as to when you're gonna need the deodorant. The deodorant that you turn that you put on early that morning, you know, throughout the day, whatever might be going on, you might just take a little whiff or something. You're like, yo, that you gotta have that. Forever. You it's it's it's, it's essential. You gotta you have that go back. Gotta you do. It. You do. I mean, hell, even to the point where at one point I had an extra toothbrush in my glove compartment with like a travel size toothpaste because you never know what you, you, know, you never know what you know if i'm out eating somewhere or something like that and i'm just like i don't want you like smelling my breath especially if i can smell it then i know you can smell <laughs> it and you're not gonna catch me slipping so i don't want to catch anybody slipping as well so definitely um hygiene um is a like if you don't have that hygiene is just it's a big turnoff um like lee said a little bit earlier when we were talking about, you know, what we're looking for, as long as you don't look at me to come save you, like that, if if you're, if you're looking at me as, oh, I can only benefit from him, he can't benefit from me. That turns me off completely. Like um, in relationships, I'm perfectly fine with giving more sometimes than I'm getting. But if that is a large range of what I'm giving versus what I'm getting, it's not going to happen. Um, so even if you don't meet me halfway, meet me somewhere around that area. Yeah, physically outside of uh, um, the way a person dresses as well. Um, please just don't come out the crib look like mismatching and all this, that, and the other. Okay. Um, Should that doing, person you know? just be dressed up if you're taking them somewhere? Are you saying y'all going to Walmart and now they got? Now, no, no, no. Now, see, if we're going to Walmart or something like that, that's cool because I'm being some sweatpants as well. We can go out here looking, you know, not saying bummy, but we can go out here looking mm -hmm. comfortable. Um, but I'm just saying, like, it it can be a variety of things um, when it comes to how they dress. Um, like, I know I'm not going to go out here with, like, you know, holes in my, um, you know, in my sweatpants, like my ass cheeks hanging out. Or anything like that, like hey, let's <laughs> you know, if it yeah, so along those lines. Okay, all right. So we talked about dating, we talked about relationships, but one thing that goes into it is sex. And so a lot of people have questions on this issue, and there's no right and wrong answer, but when you're with somebody. I'm not sure if I mean this in a relationship or not, but let's just say in a relationship, do you feel like the sex has to be good? Is that a deal breaker? Neither one of y'all explicitly mentioned that. So I want to know, is that a deal breaker for you or is it something that you could like learn each other and grow into? Is that a thing? So let's go with you, Dwayne, first. <clears throat> oh man me personally i am a sex is, is important like you know to some people in relationships um it's it has its certain level of importance for myself now if the sex isn't you know that great or if it's bad you know cool but if you're willing to if we can communicate that and you're willing to work on it like hey afterwards even if i'm doing something that you don't you like or like hey you know you could do such and such and such and I'm like, cool, you know what? Then let's try this, this, or this. And we work on that, but it's still not not clicking. 
um, then no, nah, I don't think it's going to work. I have been with, I'm not going to say some people or, but I've, I've been with the person who like, it just, it, it really wasn't there. Like, I mean, not even just the basics, it, it wasn't there and it just didn't work as far as the attraction anymore at that point. Cause like, you know, if we're trying to get romantic with it and I know that this is going to be the outcome every single time I'm going to leave unsatisfied. Or at the end, I'm going to be unsatisfied. Not saying I'm going to go out here and cheat because I don't, I'm, I don't condone cheating, but I know that my satisfaction also matters. You know, I don't want you just getting yours and then I'm left over here to fend for myself. And I'm pretty sure there are a lot of women who think that way about men. Um, but it it definitely is important for me. I can work with the person, but it will get to one point where it's just like, all right, we've tried everything that we can. It's not working sexually. Mm-hmm. Nah. So how many tries do you get? You said you can work with a person. What is the increase? Um, I, I, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't put a number on it. Like, I, no, I'm not going to say three strikes until you're out. Um, but it like, it's one of those things where you just like, all right, things aren't changing. This is what it is. Boom. Whether it's after the third try or this after the fifth try, I know I, it ain't going past double digits. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, nah, <laughs> nah. Um, so it's def- I would definitely put it at the single okay. digit, you know, line. Um, and it also, you know, ties into how much, you know, you and that person like mm-hmm. each other, I guess. Okay. Ali, what about you? Um, I'm a lot, I'm a lot where Dwayne is. Um, definitely if we're, I would hope you would expect that the more you learn somebody, the more you start to spend time with them, you start to, your sex life should improve with that person. So it's, it doesn't have to necessarily be spectacular first, first go, it's, nine times out of 10, it's probably not going to be because you're learning that person. But to Dwayne's point, yeah, like we're going to grow. We're going to do better. That communication has got to be there. We got to be willing to let each other know, hey, what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And you go down the line, you might you might realize, hey, we're just not compatible. It's just not going to work. And you got to know when to cut it. Now, I'm not going to put uh, not going to put an actual number on it because you just got to fill it out. But um, yeah, I really agree with Dwayne's point. Like, if you're if you're willing to improve, you're willing to listen, you're willing to learn. Yeah, it doesn't have to be spectacular out of the gate. So, immediately, straight. I don't think I've ever been in a relationship where sex was just straight trash, but it always got better because we were learning each other. Sure, I agree with those things, and I think if I was single. I would take that approach as well. But I also think that there's some immediate red flags that come to mind in which I wouldn't give somebody a second chance. And let me tell you what those things are. That's if you are really weird, in my opinion. And that's subjective. But one thing that I think like I don't know you may be watching porn and just like expecting way too much out of a person like don't just off the gate be trying to spit on my forehead and go back and rewind and relearn each other like, did like you- exactly. <laughs> don't be coming off doing stupid silly things or it's not gonna work um what else can i think of i don't know there could just be 
So I know a red, a red flag for me. I don't want to interrupt, but um, because this is a once again, if you guys checked out my podcast, talk discuss some of these things. But like a red flag for myself is um, is I don't. There's not a name for it, but like when it comes to oral sex, for instance, you know. It doesn't always have to be whenever we're about to go into intercourse. Maybe I just want to give you oral sex or you just want it. Cool. But like, hey, sometimes, you know, I just want to receive it as well. But you're like, nah, I got to get mine. Like, does it every time, does it have to be that way? Or, you know, because like, hey, if I'm giving it to you, but I don't expect it back in return to that. In that matter, you wanted it. I'm willing to provide it. Compromise or uh, meeting each other halfway on something like that. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll do it with you. For you even if i don't expect it in return i want you to get yours but like if i'm like you know hey this is what i want well you gonna do me afterwards like does it always have to be that way kind of yeah. thing like you know i agree okay any red flags for you lee where to begin <laughs> <laughs> Bonded, so this, BDSM, whatever that thing is. Nah, that would be. So, so with that stuff, and uh, sorry, no, you Um, so with that, like, there are a lot of things that I like. I like to try, I like to be open, experience. Not everybody is open to that, and that's okay. And I, I've gotten asked that before, just like, hey, well. Is this a is this a necessity? Is it a requirement? So like something BDSM, like I enjoy BDSM stuff like that, but it's not technically a necessity because it's not for everybody, and I understand that. But like, as long as outside of that, like sex is great, then there's nothing to worry about. There's no pressure into, or even if you are open to trying it, like hey, well then you know what, just because you enjoy it, I'm open to doing this, you know, a little bit by little bit. Like that goes a long way as well. Like if there's something that I enjoy and you've either never experienced it or just haven't enjoyed it then and you're just like hey well you know what i know that you like this and although i wasn't with it i'm willing to try like i would never try and change a person into that i might be like hey you want to try this if you say no cool uh but that does definitely go a long way um when it comes to bdsm or kinks for that for that uh, nature sure I guess. I mean, whatever floats y'all's boat. <laughs> All I would say is I don't want nobody coming in, spitting on my forehead or trying to like eat my nah, toenails nah. or something, or you want me to eat yours. Like that's not gonna work. This it ain't gonna work, period. At that point, at that point, is that a fetish or like you eating toenails? I, I don't know. I don't know, but some people may Speaking of relationships, I know we just jumped straight into the things that we like, but what do y'all think about women? Um, like, or do you think anything of women that jump straight into one night stands with you versus like holding off for a while because they want to make sure that I don't know that you guys like each other? Is that a thing? Do men think about that, or you're just cool with the one night stand thing? I mean, technically, if how do I put this? Technically, the definition of a one night stand is we met, uh, we met, we had sex, and nothing came from that. So, technically, by the definition, if that's all that happened, then obviously we're not going to be in a relationship after that. Now, am I judging? 
anybody that's in a one-night stand? Of course not. 100% not. Do what you do. Maybe that's all let you me, want. Let me re-ask the question. What I <laughs> what if you have sex on the first date and then you guys keep seeing you, each other? Like, is that a thing? Or if after that happens, you in your mind are more so like, that was a one-night stand and now I want to be with somebody that don't have morals and standards. What I What I will say is, when I was younger, obviously you get this rhetoric of, oh man, she was easy. She let you get on the first night, you leave her alone. That's not wifey material, X, Y, and Z. That was the rhetoric when I was younger. I'm 31 now. That's stupid. <laughs> That's, well, let me not, let me not judge anybody that has that, that mind frame, but to me, no, I'm not judging you off of that. If we meet, if we mesh and it's time to go that night, that's cool. It's time to go that night. I'm not going to automatically write you off as I, I don't see nothing coming from this because of that. But I can only speak for myself. I'm not speaking on behalf of all black men or anything like that. So, I agree with Lee. Um, it's kind of, especially in the, to be honest, especially in the black community as males, you're kind of groomed into that. It's okay for you, you know, you to put out on the first night, but if she does, oh, no, that's a different story. Then she's a hoe, she's a slut, she's this, she's that. And through the years you do, you know, you do understand like, yo, well, that's a double standard. Like if she puts out on the first night and she gets called all this, then what does it say about myself? Like then in that case I am as well. So um, to me, it's just, I've seen relationships that flourished after people have had sex on the first date. I've seen relationships that have failed. People who waited months had sex and it still failed. I'm a firm believer in do what's best for you and what you feel. Like if you feel that it's going good, especially on the first date and y'all want to have sex with each other, then do it. But if it doesn't work afterwards, not, or if, if it does, or if it doesn't, I don't, I wouldn't look at a woman like, Oh, she put out on the first night. I don't want her now. Because guess what? I just put out on the first night, too. So what's to say that she wants me? You know, I should be looking at myself the same way. Like, yo, damn, <laughs> I'm a whore, too. I think we're I think we're. I think we're coming into an age now where the stigma of that stigma, of the quote unquote, putting out on the first date, I'm hoping that's dying. Um. I don't want to say people are given too much power in the fact that, okay, I got to hold, I got to hold off. Let me not give off this impression. There's nothing sexier than a woman that knows what she wants and gets what she wants. So, Hey, if you want to have sex on the first night, by all means, we can have sex on the first night with two consenting adults. Why are we playing? Why are we, if that's what you want to do, do it. Interesting. So. Yeah, it's interesting how you guys' mindset has shifted from earlier days to later days. And I wonder if that mind uh, that mindset shifted because you want people to agree and uh, take that first night to the next level. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. So it's, it's, it's more of we live in a, a day and age where sexual liberation is... Um, it's it, it's there like hey you own your body nobody else gets to tell you what you do you know what you can't do and i think that's where it is for me it's just like you know, who am i to tell a person what they can and can't do with their bodies if they want to put out if they don't it's up to them as long as it's consensual 
that's the main thing that matters Mm -hmm. speaking of consensual what do you guys feel about open relationships um this question really came to mind after seeing what happened to when Jada and listening to her rant saying that she was in an entanglement but I mean I know that it kind of went viral but it really stood out to me because I personally don't know a lot of black folks that be in open relationships so you know we don't have to go on and on about this but just thumbs up thumbs down are you in on this type of relationship <clears throat> Lee go ahead start us off <laughs> I don't I don't want to give a thumbs up or thumbs down but I'll keep it short I'll keep it short it doesn't work for me but it works for other people we're not all the same so whatever works for you it doesn't work for me okay it doesn't work for me <laughs> all right Dwayne I agree with Lee um like hey, if that works for you then do it. I I do actually know people who are in open relationships and it works for them. But I just know as far as I'm concerned, for me, it doesn't um, because because I value relationships. Um, I do hold them to a higher standard. I can't be getting to, you know, try and get to know a, a person wholeheartedly, fully. And I'm over here trying to get to know, you know, two other people at the same time. And as I told someone recently, like, I'll be damned if we're in an open relationship another man fuck up excuse my language and you come with an attitude towards me because he messed up and now like i have to make you happy because he met nah that's not gonna cut it for me um but i don't i don't knock for the people who do like i said i know those who are um and it works for them like sometimes like people a lot of a lot of people look at it as like hey listen i love you you're my person this that other but at the same time i'm attracted to other people and i kind of just want to go out there and experience they're like hey cool same thing with me but as long as you know like hey i am your main person i won't treat anybody better than you this that or other then you can do your thing and that works mm-hmm. for some people but for me no nah, I'm, I'm good on the open relationships. <laughs> i am good on that as well but that's neither here nor there so we are winding down uh thanks so much you guys for being here and doing this it's been really cool hearing your thoughts on these topics. But one thing we do here at No Worries Before 30s is leave on a final thought, closing thought. And this week's note is fill in the blank, but you can add to it however you want. Um, And it is after 30, I want to blank with my relationships. So you know, grow, add to, do nothing, whatever you, you feel uh, should be inserted into those blanks. So Dwayne, let's have you go first. Can you can you pose the um, sure. question one more During time? During my 30s or after 30, since you're right there on the mark, I want to blank with my relationships. So whatever you feel verb should go there or adjective whatever it is i want to prosper um in and with my relationships like i said whenever you know it 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 happens whenever i do find that person i do want it to prosper but even in the meantime i want to be able to continue to grow myself as well as you know that person out there who's for me they prosper and grow in their life so that way when we come together we can continue down that line 
um and especially in 2021 coming up like i would love mm. to find my person in 2021 uh that would be dope and if that happens i wanted to prosper going into the start of year 31 okay good what about you lee after 31 excuse me i'm 31 but after after 30 i want to evolve in my relationships and what i mean by that is the next relationship that i'm in i want it to be uh, better than my last relationships not that i count any of my last relationships as failure i learned i grew from each one of my relationships that i've been in but the next one i wanted to go way further than my previous relationships have gone. I want to be able to take everything that I've learned from those previous relationships. I want to apply them to my new relationship. And I want to reach a new a new level that I haven't had, that I never experienced before. Hopefully, I mean, honestly, the next relationship I'm in, hopefully that's the last one I'm in. Like, I, I kind of want to have that mindset of, hey, the next person I decide, hey, I'm giving you that title. I, I don't want anybody else to be able to give you that title. I kind of want to have that mindset. Very good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh, thanks so much, you guys. This has been really good information, really good stuff uh, for the viewers, our listeners. So I appreciate I appreciate getting feedback and a different perspective from the guys. Because I'm really used to chatting with a lot of ladies, but it is interesting to step out of your comfort zone and hear what the fellas have to say. So on that note, I will holler at y'all later. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. <laughs>